Bad Philosophy, episode 100 for August 18th, 2011. The following was recorded at Freebirds World Burrito. It was not really impromptu and not really random at all, but even after 100 episodes, our sound quality was pretty bad and our philosophy was worse. that the, the free speech thing has also sort of been in the news recently. The whole uh, thing with the Bay Area uh, rapid transit. Have you been following that at all? Nope. No? What's um, happened with it? So, yeah, have you been following that This is that the episode now, by the way. We're not introing the show. Okay. It's awesome. we'll, just, we'll do the slow fade-in thing like the first <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> um, we're going to celebrate the centennial so Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So, um, Matt, have you been following this at all? The, the you know the anonymous protests uh, of Bart. I have not. Should mm-hmm. I be? Mm-hmm. That's what that stands for. Yeah. Oh. So you have been following? It. No, I've no. seen headlines. You've heard and about I said, it. I wonder what Bart is. <laughs> Just because he's not out chasing something doesn't mean he's sitting under a rock either. Other the two are not mutually theory. exclusive. <laughs> uh, yeah. So basically. I don't remember how long ago it was. A while back, somebody got shot um, by the Bay Area Rapid Transit. And it was kind of controversial. The train shot them? The train security um, shot them. And it was kind of controversial because they basically... I don't remember the circumstances of the arrest, but basically they... The guy was already laying down, like, submitting to a police arrest, and they basically went over him and shot him in the head. Like, just as he was lying on the ground, went up and just shot him in cold blood. That's pretty um, terrible. The the officers that that committed the crime were acquitted, um, but and in order to protest this, I believe, and I'm, I'm probably paraphrasing and getting the story horribly wrong right now, but so look it up it's, yourself. It's bad if you want the actual so, truth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, deal with it. Um, but basically, there was going to be a uh, protest uh, then to you know against this the fact that the officers were acquitted. Like people were going to gather at Bart yeah. um, to to protest this this action. That's fair. Now, in anticipation of this, the somebody, some higher up in uh, Bart organization, basically ordered that all cell phone service be shut down to the uh, the rapid transit tunnels uh, during the period in which people were deciding to do the protest. Okay, so basically stopping communication. Do they own the towers? Yes, they do. They they own the communications network in the tunnels. I'm just tracking. Or they, they probably they probably own the towers and then the cell phone companies lease the. I'm just I'm just as, usually, asking to see where their rights maybe in the right. situation would lie. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was it was perfectly within their business capability to do this. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the explicit purpose was to limit the ability of these people to gather. I mean, allegedly. Not that it really would hinder people too much, because let's face it, there are other ways of gathering, you know, protests <laughs> other than cell phones. You say, "Hey, everyone who's protesting, come over here!" <laughs> oh yeah, uh, <laughs> soapboxes, megaphones, you know, uh, these sorts of, of implements. Don't forget the good old walkie-talkie, man. But it was kind of the oh yeah, CB radio, CB radio. So it was kind <laughs> of the, the, the principle of the thing. Um, anonymous got real upset about this wow. because you know, anonymous is anonymous and. Any sort of censorship is is pretty 
hard fought by the uh, by the anonymous organization. So any censorship that they decide to fight. Well, <laughs> certain types of censorship. So anonymous decides that hey, you know, this is bad. We don't like this. We don't like Bart. So we're going to hack their website and we're going to have an you know anonymous uh, protest gathering. Uh, this was like last Friday, I believe, last Thursday or Friday, okay. so about a week ago. Um, not too many people showed up in person to the protest, and the this is what happened in <laughs> yeah. protests these right. days. Um, I think the Mashable headline was "V for very few people showed up," <laughs> um, but the and, and the extent of the hacking was the uh, MyBart like affiliate website that was for like people tracking their transit. So it wasn't even the main Bart website that got hacked and defaced. Uh, but it was, it's an interesting question, you know, it last, so three years ago to the day, <laughs> in a free birds in Lubbock, Texas, uh, Matt Legler, hey Matt! Hey Matt. <laughs> What's going on? Kevin Saunders, hey Kevin. Still uh, here. Myself and David Renderos, who may be joining us later in the show, all discussed this idea of free speech, and where free speech should be limited, and how and why. Um, very briefly, we talked about some other things in that episode as well, but... It's, it's funny that this, this issue never really goes away, um, which is, you know, it's a good thing that it's an amendment. So it's <laughs> yeah, one of those things it's that's in pretty- the base <laughs> documentation for our country, mm-hmm. theoretically anyway. Now, we've seen that the Constitution can be flaunted a number of ways yes. um, and, uh, by, this, by the folks who implement it. I don't yeah. know if there's been any legal action when it comes to this, to this part um, action, but um, just so prima facie, Kevin, uh, let's start with your opinion mm-hmm. on this. Um, is it a, a limitation of free speech for Bart to to do to censor cell phone service? Um, in that I way? guess the question would be: Is Bart operated and owned by the city, or is it a privately held corporation? Because that's going to be the distinction. And I, I think if you'll remember, um, three years ago to the day, I was talking about going onto a government building mm. and expressing the right to free speech. And, yeah. and in a said government building, you have the right to express. Free speech in yeah. ways, shape, or form. You so see. If I recall correctly, you said uh, my ability to uh, jump top or uh, climb onto the top of the student union and, and shout "fuck you" from the megaphone. That's what it was. I couldn't remember, I couldn't remember the exact phrase. That's what it was. Yep. Um, First thing, I had Stephen, to you were the guy that yes. did that. It's, 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 no, I said it originally, but <laughs> we were we were not we were not a minute into the history of bad philosophy before I had to delete something that Kevin said. So. <laughs> I'm relatively clean on this show. Though. You are. It was. <laughs> I was still. making a point. <laughs> and I'm not entirely sure you were recording me at the time. I knew you were recording me at the mm-hmm. time either. So okay. I could get you for wiretapping if I so desired. Really? Um, no, but people have been... Well, no, um, I don't think well, I was tapping If we're going to jump off, what? there's a cop who's suing a woman for breaking wiretap laws mm-hmm. because she recorded him beating up somebody from her front yard with a, with a camera. <laughs> and okay. he got in trouble for it, and he did not get acquitted. He actually got in trouble. But then he decided to sue her for breaking wiretap laws because she didn't have her con- his consent to film her. I don't think that's wiretapping. It isn't. It yeah. got thrown out almost immediately. <laughs> but the fact remains he tried. Wow. <laughs> mm. um, but, so, but if BART is, is a government-owned and operated thing, then limiting communication, and, and, it, and they're not only limiting free speech, they're attempting to limit um, the right to gather, which I yeah. think is also First yeah. Amendment, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Yeah, the right of the people to peaceably assemble. Um, yeah, that's I also mean, First Amendment. During the, during the uh, protests themselves, small as they were, there were, of course, many you know, security guards, mm-hmm. riot gear, 
uh, donning security guards, blocking many of the main entrance ways, and you know, keeping the protesters out of the, you know, away from the, the civilized uh, transit goers. Yeah. So Which, again, is is problematic. That that alone is problematic because if if in fact it is a peaceful protest, yeah, there's no violence intended. Um, they shouldn't be allowed to do that either. Well, they wanted to be ready for anything. Of course. Well, there's there's a, there's a there's a difference between being ready. If you, if you hear about a protest happening and you want to get all of your police force there to stand by in case violence does happen, mm-hmm. you've got what happened at. Um, oh, I should remember this. It was the, the G eight summit. No, no, this was a long time ago. Um, that seems to happen at the G eight. It was the time. it was a university <laughs> where. It was a bunch of hippies having a protest. Oh, you're talking about out in California. No. I don't, I don't think it was California. This was a Vietnam protest. Yeah. I, I thought that was out in California. Um, and the cops basically it opened fire that. on it them. With K. Yeah, Kent, State. Kent, Kent State. State, thank yeah. you. Hey. Um, okay. Amy's our, our Jed for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> She's Thanks. here but not participating. <laughs> Only in a, uh, a fact-checking yes. capacity. Uh, Kent State, though, you know, shows why that's problematic anyway. But theoretically, you yeah. can have all the cops there as long as they're not actually hindering the protest. Mm-hmm. Um, because at that point, you are infringing the right to peaceably assemble. Yeah. Um, well, what do you think, Matt? I mean, was that was it a limitation on free speech for them to, to censor the, the cell phone? I, I would say yes if, if I understood a better idea of... Like who is censoring what? But since I don't know, like who is who in the story, there's no way for me to know. Well, so they were they were not censoring specific speech. I mean, we're talking about literally shutting down a medium of communication in a specific area for you know whatever reason. I mean, it's it's within a company's right to do that at any time. If AT and T decides they want to take a certain power offline, they can do so. they can do so no matter what anyone would have done with that tower. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, someone someone could claim arbitrarily that you know, whenever they decide to, to shut down a tower for maintenance or so forth, that it's infringing upon their ability to, to speak freely if it's, you know, hindering their ability to communicate in and, that area see, at all. And, and, and to be that fair, point, if, I, if... Go ahead, Matt. I would say, at that point, you're underneath whatever contract your customer signed with your business. Uh-huh. You know, because then there may or may not be infringement going on depending on what they have signed their name to. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, if AT and T shuts something down, I'm not affected because mm-hmm. I'm not an AT and T customer. Oh, right. Well, um, mm-hmm. and so that's that's different than shutting down all of the towers in a given area. Yeah. And in this case, it was a, it was apparently a specifically government organ a government organization doing the shutting down. Yeah. Which becomes much more problematic mm-hmm. because that's the and government explicitly for the purpose of. Preventing? Did they say it was for that reason? Yes. Okay. I mean, the official who shut it down said, you know, it's to protect our our transit goers from, you know, unlawful activities or something like that. I, I don't know. Because talking on the cell phone is unlawful. He's implying. A, I, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm taking issue with him rather than you. It's preemptive um, strike. I mean, and then anything preemptive mm-hmm. is is problematic in my opinion because you don't know what would have been done with with those cell phones. You just don't. You did. I mean, well, it, and there's lots of things that would have been done with those cell phones that would have been stopped by your shutdown that weren't the thing you were trying to stop. Precisely. You would have had a lot of false positives. It's not yeah. unlike, and I'm going to be a little violent here. Airport security. Well, that's not <laughs> over. But it's not unlike, you know, oh, okay. you know, say I'm a military and I know an important target is inside this building. Mm-hmm. And 
a precision strike would be sending in someone to take out this person, you know, alias style. Um, for a slightly dated. Oh, I need reference. to watch that show. Who's Joss Whedon, right? Or J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams, sorry. One of those J's. Um, or saying, I know there's an important... I, I think there's somebody in this building who's going to do something illegal, so I'm going to blow it up. Yeah, which is a horrible idea. <laughs> um, and now, mind you, this one didn't result in any deaths or any um, you know, violence at all, which is good. I mean, I'm okay yeah, with that. that's how we want it. Um, but it's, it certainly seems like an overkill maneuver when you're expecting something to happen. Are we, are we getting yeah. someone new? No, I was just switching uh, the video feed. I wasn't sure what that bing bong was. That's my I don't know, my, my system is, is um, slowing down for some reason, and I'm just going to make sure it's still recording okay. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. I was say, the first um, little piece from history that comes to mind when you start talking about drawing a line on where to do a preemptive or make a preemptive decision to do something. Uh-huh. Um, um, it, what comes to mind is Theodore Roosevelt when he said, speak softly, carry a big stick. The idea being that you have to prepare for something, but you don't necessarily have to use it. And so I think a lot of times the line that is crossed where people start to get upset is not when someone is preparing or a company or a government is preparing for violence, but they actually start doing things to try to um, stop something that could have caused the violence. Right. They're actually using, using their stick, stick versus holding the stick. Okay. That's and a good are, point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are y'all there? We're um, here. We can hear you. Yeah, I don't know what's going on right now. Sorry. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. All Sweet. right. We're back. So, yeah. Um, it wouldn't be a bad philosophy without technical difficulties. Um, after I mean, we didn't have any technical difficulties on the first episode. They recorded just fine. We sat around your laptop. Kevin, Kevin, we didn't have any technology on the first episode. We, we had, had a laptop. We had a laptop. We had we had everybody sitting around the same computer, <laughs> in the same place, the same physical location. There was no there were technical no, difficulties whatsoever. There was, <laughs> but it sounded like crap. And this is better. So let's let's since okay, we've talked enough philosophy in this episode, I guess, because Kevin Kevin already got bored with the whole free speech thing again. <laughs> It's been a hundred episodes. It's been cool. somewhere, roughly. <laughs> I, I was looking at. I mean, we've got. You, there's the one from South by you didn't post yet. I think I did post it actually. It wasn't there when I was scanning them yesterday. Really? Maybe I didn't. It still said it coming out. soon. I think I finished it. I just didn't actually post yeah. so it. So this ever. is technically. No, it's not even. This is not the hundredth episode we've recorded either. Right. Because. There's at least two Bs where we lost all of the audio and had to re-record them. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. is, in fact, the lost episode, which yeah. was recorded but not... But we counted it. Well... Sort of. We counted episode zero as the first episode. Right. So, theoretically, those would balance out, but we still recorded that episode. So this yeah. is the hundred, at least the hundred and first, probably closer to the hundred and fourth or fifth episode that we've, we've actually recorded. Yeah. But it's, it is... It is it is episode number 100. It is episode number 100, for what that's worth. <laughs> that's <laughs> by the important part. By the numbering now, system. Now, if we were smart, we would have done this in something like, I don't know, binary or hex, and we could have had 100 a long time ago. <laughs> mm. that's, that's cheating, though. No. It's just using a different system of counting. But it wouldn't have actually been... I mean, yes, it would have been episode 100, but it wouldn't have, that, we would have hit that by, like, episode 8. Or no, episode four. Well, in binary, yeah. You would have I was hit thinking, that by episode hex, four. Hex would have been a nice mix. Well, no. 
Hex is 16. Yeah. Octal. I'm thinking of Octal. Octal's Octal. Octal. Okay. So we would have hit it in 80 episodes. No, less than that. 64. 60, our 65th episode would have been episode 100 in Octal. Right. Right? Yeah, because it's the first is your group of eights, then your then your group of sixty fours. Yeah. So no, no. It would have been less. <laughs> Welcome to Bad Philosophy, where Kevin tries to do math in his head. Hey, I'm what'd actually you, good at math. To, I'll have you know. What'd you get to your degree again? Again, theater. Theater. Both of them. That's right. You um, know what? This conversation sounds a lot started? like the normal classroom every day for me. <laughs> Are you still in school, Matt? Oh, I guess he would gosh. be. He was a freshman when we started. Yeah, so wow. that's weird to think so about. So let's let's take a moment and, and look and see how things have changed in in a number of aspects since bad philosophy began. So it was fall of two thousand eight. Um, I was going into my junior year, um, still at the time uh, with a physics degree, or was on the track that. for for a physics degree. You know, when I actually made the decision to to not continue physics anymore. Um, it was in so I went to Anime Fest uh, before the, the or shortly after the school year started. I believe it was late August, early September, or right at the right at the transition between August and September. And uh, I, one of the the panels I went to at this conference was sort of like a you know how to get your life in order one hundred and one type of a thing because you know most of the most of the uh, conference attendees or con attendees, if I want to be correct, um, were you know kids starting out their lives, right? So me, at, at this point, I'm kind of like already in college, already kind of going down a path, but I'm still, you know, open to ideas. And um, one of the things that, that struck me from that panel is just kind of the unanimous, the unanimous feeling among everybody that if, you're, if what you're doing right now doesn't feel, you know, too good or, you're, you know, you, you regret um, or you're, you're sad every day or you're, you're, you loathe every time you have to do whatever you have to do, then... You're probably not on a good on a good path at the moment, you know. Why be miserable in your current circumstances? And on the drive back, I pulled out my electricity and magnetism homework, and my head started to hurt. You know, and my head started to hurt, and I went, you know what? This isn't fun anymore, and <laughs> I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Because if I get a physics degree, I will. You know, I'll I said get a something very job. similar. It wasn't in an EM class, yeah, but it was in a class that dealt with electricity magnets. It was, it was physics, <laughs> physics too. Um, See, I made it through physics too, just fine because I had uh, I had really good teachers. Well, so. You didn't have Kelvin, no, <laughs> who was the teacher who was Kelvin there Chang. to get. Everybody out of physics. Yeah. And to be fair, it worked. I he mean, I don't hold to, it against him. He but. was there to weed out the pussies. And, and it uh, worked. Yep. I didn't want to study physics that much. Yep. <laughs> um, so I made that decision because the, the whole reason why I started Bad Philosophy at all was, you know, that, that summer um, going into my to the fall of my junior year, I knew I would not have any philosophy classes. I, you know, I'd taken on the philosophy degree as an additional but I knew I wouldn't have any philosophy classes um, that semester, so I was like, "I need." Sorry, there there are kids <laughs> crying and screaming in the background now. It happens. Um, We're freebirds. We are. We went outside of freebirds and still, still they well, follow us. It's amazing. We're inside. I think they're yeah. out. Interesting. I think they're organizing Anyways. something. So you know, going through the summer, I was like, "I'm not going to have any philosophy classes <laughs> this fall." 
I'm going to go insane. <laughs> and uh, and so as to compensate for that, I said, well, you know what? Let's, let's start a podcast. You know, I was talking with Eric Butlick and, and Josh Clemens, uh, shooting the idea around, I think in... Has Josh ever actually been on the show? Yeah, we had him for uh, Beer Philosophy. That's right. Remember, okay. he came, He came. him and Eric and I and, uh, and Catherine, and I don't know if you came in via Skype or what. I yeah, I was there by Skype. You were there by Skype. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, so the three of us were, were the original progenitors of this idea. We were like, hey, we have some pretty interesting discussions about random philosophical topics. We should record them and put them on the internet. And so we did. Except <laughs> um, they didn't. <laughs> well, we had a few episodes with that original group. Um, but, you know, it's, it's no, no, we didn't. into something. <laughs> Eric Mulek was not on until episode three or four. Um, if that. Yeah. It may have been later. Hey, Stephen. Um, yeah. Um, when there, you and I were hanging out back in Austin, and you took me to Thundercloud Subs, and we sat and we bounced around the idea of starting a podcast. Was, was that this, when it started? Was this before or after you talked to those guys? Because remember, you you got me hooked on the soy sub at Thundercloud. Yeah, the the not a chicken. Yeah, um, I think it was after because it was it was during like the finals week of that semester that we originally floated the idea. It was it was actually I remember distinctly it was at JMB Coffee um, kind of toward the uh, toward the, the far door side of the the place. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Corner of the window area. Yeah. Um, it was right over there, you know, the, the benches that they have on the sides. Yep. Um, I mean I rem- I remember us like, you know, we were High on caffeine and peanuts at that point, finishing up our final papers. Um, you know, it was somewhere around midnight, and uh, and I think we originally floated the idea at that at that moment. Um, but then I, I think I talked with you about the idea of implementing it and just how to go about that. And so during the summer, I, I bought the domain, I bought the hosting space. Um, originally from a horrible host, I don't remember who they were, but they gave us a lot of trouble later. Um, yeah. Got the WordPress site set up, got kind of everything prepped and ready to go. And then when we got back uh, before the semester, it was, you know, August 18th. We were all just, Right before school started. Yeah, I think we were just, we were all like, hey, do you want to go to Freebirds? Let's go to Freebirds. And then, well, there was, it was an orientation thing of some event, because Matt had just been at something. Okay. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> know what? I have. Yeah, do you remember where you were, Matt? Let me. Uh, three years ago to the day. Three years ago today, this day in history, three days ago. Hold on, Let, I actually do. Yeah, Stephen has his life have log. A, a diary that I took of, of my experiences in in, uh, in college, that includes most everything that I I did. It started in, in summer two thousand seven, so it would have had the, that day. Um, let me search here. August eighteen, two thousand eight. Uh, there it is. You only get one stone was my quote from that day by Kevin Saunders. What did I say? What I don't remember the context for that. To? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, did we play Settlers of Catan? Yeah. Because <laughs> that would have been something I would have said in Settlers of Catan. So we, we were installing... So David Renderis and I were installing Team Fortress 2 on the digital media studio systems. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Um... Oh, yeah, so we walked over to the rec for the Welcome Week free t-shirts This there. is what that was. Yeah. I remember there was, there was some orientation sort of thing. So we, we got in line, and before long, it was winding out the door. Uh, picked up a shirt and armband and said hi to Lexi. Then Kevin joined us inside the north entrance, uh, looking his usual self. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you still look like your usual self. <laughs> 
my hair's longer. Pretty much. He sells the hat. Um, <laughs> See, so yeah, I saw Kristen Eskew, who for some reason I've been thinking about yesterday. It's so random. Um, the group decided to go to Freebirds, and we sat uh, and we set out on our way just after seven. Uh, on the walk through Urbanovsky, I literally did not go a minute without seeing someone I knew. That's how small a world this campus has become, I guess. David branched off to grab his bike from the library, and Brian left us to go back to Murdo, uh, leaving just me, Matt, and Kevin. We discussed the podcast and Kevin's, unbeknownst to me, previous foray into podcasting with his This Week at Texas tech show, twat. <laughs> or twat, however you like to pronounce that. Uh, I usually didn't. That was a horrible I usually acronym, said by This the way. Week at Texas tech. You have That's to be, what I said. You have to be aware of acronyms, Kevin. I was aware of it. That's why I just said this week at Texas Tech. <laughs> Kevin is one very cool individual and such an obvious oh. pick for the podcast, it's not even funny. This is quoting from my, from my diary here. Uh, David beat us by a little to Freebirds. Inside the line wasn't terribly long, but we had some time in line to get the discussion rolling on DRM, web issues, and which burrito place, Chipotle or Freebirds, was better <laughs> On a side note, this amazingly beautiful girl and her boyfriend were showing an awful lot of PDAs, right? Behind, oh, uh, public, display of public displays of affection right behind us, and it made me quite envious. <laughs> wow. That was not what I was expecting to come <laughs> uh, Got my burrito. <laughs> and then we grabbed a table near the door. I remember where, that. I remember that table. I sat at the table quite yep, a bit. Where I always seem to end up. Uh, the discussion eventually centered on freedom of speech issues. And as soon as I finished eating, I whipped out the laptop and started recording. Before long, the microphone became transparent and the discussion just took flight. Kevin kept things rolling with an almost endless set of ideas and opinions. <laughs> this pretty much just describes the entire show, like history of the show. Uh, stoked by David, Matt, and me, uh, we walked outside to a deceptive PSA sign on our way back to the uh, to Blight So Gordon Sneed, chatted there for a while, and then after David left us, crossed back over on the way to Kevin's apartments in University Point for some MST3K, the whole time with me holding the laptop and recording the juicy conversation. Almost by accident, but partially by my design, the first episode of Bad Philosophy was recorded. <laughs> uh, Kevin had apartment 511, same as me, and it was quite nice. He invited over Greg and Mike, two other friends for the marathon, etc., etc. Matt had never seen any MSC3K yeah, before, we so watched, it was We watched Manos, Manos Hands and, and Fate. And oh. Santa Claus. We watched both of them. My God, that was when we watched Manos Hands yeah. and Fate. Well, I, I've watched it many times, but yeah. that, was, that was the first time Matt had ever seen it. What um, did you think, Matt? Santa you know, I think I had a hundred degree fever that night, and my eyes were burning, and I was extremely <laughs> sick. Like, I really had a hard time staying awake. I'll be honest. But yeah. the parts that I was awake for, I was laughing for what it's worth. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm so glad I I took this diary. Like, there was so much happened in college. It's incredible. Um, I still don't know where I was though. You don't know where you were. <laughs> well, you were you were at the t-shirt thing. Yeah, you were at the t-shirt thing. Yeah, probably the so ice ladies, cream party or something. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was that was the first episode of Bad Philosophy. In the meantime, Kevin, you graduated later that year. Twice. Twice. Um, you you went off to Oxford, Ohio, got a master's in. Interestingly theater. enough, today is my official graduation day from Miami University. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, nice. and Amy's too. Awesome. We graduated. We both graduated. Congratulations <laughs> to both of you. Uh, Matt, you're now a senior. You were you were coming in as, uh, or you that was your sophomore right. year, right? Uh, uh, freshman year. Really. I thought Are it was you your first year. Yes. We kept talking about freshman Matt all the time behind his back. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
behind Sorry, my man. back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. It's okay. Well, we were just At talking least... about, like, you... You, I don't know if you remember this or if this was an accurate term, you seemed very shell-shocked by the entire college experience that year. Yeah. And Stephen and I kept wanting to, like, help you get past that. Mm-hmm. Um, something I think you've done fairly successfully. Very successfully. Well, thank you. Yeah. I was having the time of my life. I still am. Oh, yeah. So you're still in it. <laughs> and then so at, at least it wasn't as bad. You guys weren't as bad as uh, old C.A. Kaylee, who uh, called me her little fish. Whoa, <laughs> that's... Okay. <laughs> um, I think Kaylee was that Kaylee Warner. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I remember her. Yeah, it was Warner. She was. She was an odd one. Oh my god. Sorry, we're getting really inside baseball on this now. But so let's look at some ways the world has changed from that time. So we had the economic recession. Just started couple, right about then. Started right I mean, about then. It was then. in 2008. Yeah. I mean, we picked a great time to start a new business, right? As the world was going to hell in a handbasket. Hey, and um, we've reached 100 episodes right as the world's going to end next year, so we got done just in time. Yeah, yeah. we did. We did. Um, you know, Barack Obama was elected president a couple of months later. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we didn't talk too much about the presidential race, but we, 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 we kind of stayed away from politics in specific for a yeah, long time. Yeah, we did, which was good. I mean, I. The show has never, we've never really had a political agenda. We've just kind of ban- bantered about politics at some some junctures, you know, when it's really heavily in the news. But for the most part, we've we've kept it pretty lighthearted, you know. I, I'm just amazed that, you know, we've been able to keep bad philosophy running this whole time. Mm-hmm. And and I'm, I wonder what it is that, that keeps us coming back, if it's just my obsession with you know, having some form well, of, of outlet on the internet. <laughs> it wasn't earlier on the earlier on. I think I'd make sure you were recording these regularly. Yeah, I would push you for it because you'd try and take a week off. And I mean, back then we had a we had a fairly good weekly schedule. We did. We um, well, we what was we had our like weekly recording dates usually on the weekends, right? Yeah, well, they bounced around a lot just because yeah. we were not consistent. But uh-huh. most bad philosophies mm-hmm. have been recorded on either a Saturday or a Sunday with me editing. Sometime early in the week and posting yeah. on a Wednesday. That's that was what we normally tried to get into, and and we're gonna try to nail down a schedule, I guess. Again, now that we're all in town, but I mean, it will be easier to record more often, at least for sure. Um, but it's, I mean, it's amazing that we've, you know, a hundred hour long episodes, three years, you know, a three year project. Like this, this is the probably the longest running project I've ever had. Seriously, yeah. I mean, I mean other than college itself. Other than college itself, yeah. I mean. I, I consider college of I consider college a sequence of consecutive projects though, like you know each semester kind of had its own mm-hmm. its own level you know you had to go through a set of tasks whatever. Um, I mean your master's thesis process was shorter. Than, yeah than no I mean yeah I spent. So. <laughs> I know I probably have spent. I could say I've easily spent three hundred hours on my master's thesis and that right. would not be an untold number. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a number of, you know, days in a row or, you know, total, you know, from start to finish time, it was certainly less. Right. Um, how do you how do you feel like, so Matt, for instance, how mm-hmm. do you feel like you've changed in your overall outlook or as, as a person since we recorded that, that first fateful episode? <laughs> well, I guess kind of in the same way you were mentioning about how, like, you look at your life and... If you see something that you don't enjoy, well, then stop doing it. Don't expect that it's going to just disappear if you keep doing it. That's you know that's not the way growth happens. Um, and so for me, 
basically, like every time I saw something that looked interesting to me over the past three years, I just decided to go get involved with it. And some of that stayed, and some of it didn't. Right. But uh, like, it, it's just been this uh, this idea of, of freedom of not being afraid of um, change, and the idea that if you go for something that sounds fun, it might be fun, and if not, well, you go for something else that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely feel you there. It's it took me. It took me a long time to get to that point. Like that, that 2008, that fall of 2008 was a pivotal moment in my life. You know, up from from going to going from I need to do this because it's the job that's probably going to make me the most money mm-hmm. to I don't really need to do this. Probably, you know, because and the economic recession was certainly part of it. Like the world is going to shit no matter what I do. <laughs> and whether I come out of here with a philosophy degree or a physics degree, it's probably not going to make too much of a difference. In right. The job and I'll, I mean, I'll a big thing that's affected me is talking to people that I've met around the state and around the nation who will, you know, because even on, you know, like just the university skill, people say, you know, you've got to go to a, a better university to get a better degree, to get a better job. Right. But at right. the end of the day, I've had so many people, students and employers come up to me and say, hey, you know what? It doesn't matter where you get your degree. It doesn't matter what you're studying. Do something you enjoy. Get a job doing something. Like that's just the way life works. People who yeah. have fun at what they're doing find ways to do things. Yeah, and, and that's. Sorry, let's wait for the cart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> noisy, noisy, noisy. And yeah, and that's. I mean. That is something that took me until probably the, like, right before I graduated, like, the spring before I graduated, in my senior year, I was almost to the end, like, I, I was still planning on doing the highest honors thing, like, getting the, doing the senior piece. Is that and, uh, Nope. Yeah. I, I worked on it for a long time. I got probably 30 or 40 pages written, a lot of research hours put into it, but I finally realized that my topic was not going to come together in the way that I wanted it to. Uh, or to a satisfactory level in time, uh, based on the amount of time that I had to work on it. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, that graduating with highest honors would have been so much more stressful for me with so little payoff that it wasn't really something that I needed to do. And and Mm -hmm. coming to that realization that I did not need to graduate with highest honors with a 4.0 was pretty revolutionary for me. Um... And I ended up getting a single B, <laughs> uh, one single B, my final semester uh, in, of all things, creative writing. <laughs> From uh, Dr. Caswell, uh, you'll know who I'm talking about, Matt. Caswell, Caswell uh-huh. gave you a B. Yeah, I like you a little less, more, Stephen. What do you mean? Caswell is one of my favorite teachers. Uh, I worked for him as a mentor a couple times. I couldn't figure it out. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't. I, I, I don't really know what him. it was. Um, um, I mean, I liked him too, but I couldn't. He was one of those few professors I could not figure out. Like I couldn't. I just couldn't understand what he wanted well, from us. Even this reminds me of an experience I had in high school in AP English, where we read a book that had to do with um, with racial issues in different nations. And so, to emphasize my point on my project, I did my project in black and white. It, which, mm-hmm. And when we got the grades back, I had gotten a B on it. And when I went and asked the professor why, he said because I was lazy and didn't use any colors. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, and I, I feel like that's just, yeah. Uh, I think it's 
you know, things like that just happen in life, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it wasn't creative writing. It was critical writing. So we were doing criticisms of, of texts. Oh, well, now that ruins my story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually so, really good at criticism of texts. Yeah, sorry, Matt. <laughs> I mean, I had to get a master's degree to get good at it, but I can do it now. Yeah. So, you know, regardless, coming out of it all, I've realized that it's, it's, doing, it's doing things like bad philosophy. It's, it's doing things like, you know, working, working somewhere with amazing people. Uh, even though I don't make as much as, as some, you know, Eric or, or, you know, some of the other people have come out and gone to, like, NI and, uh, you know, gone to other universities and graduate school, um, you know, they're, they're definitely working a hell of a lot more, you know, both mentally and physically than I am. Yeah. <laughs> I do. And uh, I'm just, I feel really blessed that I, you know, that I'm here in Austin. I have my own place. I've got an income that allows me to, you know, to take an afternoon and hang out with friends, uh, you know, like this, this morning, this day, today was great. So a friend of mine from work is uh, going back to New York city. Um, he's, he's moving back to, to his hometown. There. He's, he's been here for a little while. Um, and he's going back, uh, like driving back tomorrow. So his plan was, you know, we're going to have one last day of, of just awesome fun in Austin. Mm-hmm. So we started out by going to a Franklin barbecue, which I don't know if you've heard of this place yet, uh, Matt, but it is, the pinnacle of barbecue in Austin. Interesting. Uh, it's, it's one of these places that started as a food cart, um, started by this guy named Aaron Franklin, who uh, grew up in, uh, his father owned a barbecue place. Uh, he's had a couple places of his own, but this is the first one that's really taken off. Um, he started up a food cart in uh, East Austin, and uh, quickly folks realized that his way of doing brisket is some of the best in the, in the town. Um, so folks would line up in front of his food cart in the early morning to, uh, to get this brisket, you know, and it started selling out. So they would, they would open at 11 and by the time they sold out of meat by about, you know, 1230, they would they'd just have to close. Yeah. So this, this restaurant was, is open, uh, it's still open for only like an hour and a half every day. Uh, <laughs> it's in an actual building now, uh, but people still get there way early. I got there at nine, uh, this morning. Oh, this hmm. might be interesting. Uh, hey, David, how's it going? <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, David Renderos. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear him, kind of. Really? Hey, David. I can hear that he's talking. I can't actually understand what you're saying. David. Yeah. Um, so we don't have a way for David to hear Matt, but <laughs> Matt can hear. So, so David, you really don't have you don't have Skype at all, do you? Uh, not currently. Well, I have Skype, so I don't have the computer, but I don't have internet access. You don't have internet access? Correct. So I do not have internet service. So. Um, hey, hey, Matt. Uh-huh. Let's see, let's figure out a technical solution to this. So, <sighs> okay, I like that. Do you I know, have to leave soon, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Google Voice can call uh, actual numbers, right? Y- yeah. What? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, can you add those calls into a, uh, into a group call? Let's, okay. Uh, Probably uh, not without money. Hey, David, we're going to try something real quick, okay? I'm going to try to call you <laughs> on your number here in a second. Hold on. Is that all or, right? Or, 
Okay. Hang it wouldn't tight. be bad philosophy if we didn't try to do something impossible <laughs> to get the things to work. But it's David Renderos. He's on the show. You okay. know what? I met um, a friend of David's the other day at Chili's. No kidding. Yep. Kyle, the guy he used to play uh, D&D with. Oh, nice. Okay. So here goes. Um, G-chat, G-chat, G-chat. So you're, you're on Google right now, right? Uh, me? Yeah. Oh, no. Hold this is on. not the thing you try at the end of the episode when we're getting close to wrapping it up and you were summing up your day and how great it is that we've done bad philosophy for three years. <laughs> no, that's exactly when he does it. It's called a rabbit trail. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. We need a rabbit trail theme song. Um, Maybe we'll have the guitar. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so Matt, Matt was playing us some guitar earlier. He uh, apparently wrote a uh, bad philosophy song. Uh, 201... Four zero zero seven. Rabbit trail. Rabbit, Rabbit trail. trail. Does whatever the trail wants to do. That that doesn't work at all. <laughs> oh, that was pretty bad. Hello. Hey, David. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, can Matt hear him? Yeah. Wait, so so now we can hear David, but hear Matt David. can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> You've reversed the problem. This is well, not no. solving it. We're, we're, and David, talk again? Yeah, I'm here. See, we're recording him somehow up here. <laughs> we don't know how. I don't know how so if you can is... live stream his voice, I'll go log in somewhere and listen to it. I, I have no idea how to do this, Matt. We because... barely have enough, video to run a, or enough bandwidth to run a video. We yes. can't live stream David Ronderos' <laughs> phone call through Google to somewhere else. Tell you what, um, David, here's what we'll do. Um, we'll just have a brief discussion with you, like, uh, just, you know, a couple, couple minutes, like, just welcome you back, and then uh, we'll cut that in. But, you know, we won't take up too much of your time. Okay, that's cool. Okay. All right. Um, so joining us via Google Voice uh, by some miracle of, of audio that I, I still haven't figured out. I don't know why this is working. Um, this is, <laughs> it just is. Um, David Renderos, who was one of, the, one of the folks who at the original episode has, uh, has joined us once again. Uh, David, welcome back to Bad Philosophy. I think the only times we've had you on were like the first episode, the second episode, the 50th episode, and the 100th episode. <laughs> I think you're right. I think, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so what, just real briefly, like what, how has, how has your life changed since that, that first episode of Bad Philosophy? Like what, what has happened to you over the last three years? Very briefly. Uh, wow. A whole lot. Uh, found out that Texas Tech didn't have what I really wanted to do. Left Texas Tech with good academic standing. Lived on my own for a couple of months. Uh, decided that I wanted to go to South Plains College for a sound degree. Finished that sound degree, went out into the world living on my own out in Dallas and am using that sound degree kind of sort of as a true tech at a sound company. Oh, nice. So you are currently working for, for a sound company? Okay. That's pretty awesome, man. Um, yeah. Well, you, you would probably have the ability to... Oh, I was going to say, yeah, it's pretty awesome. You know, big speakers, amplifiers, concert stages... All kinds of fun stuff. Okay, so you like you set this up and uh, and and break it down, sort of thing. Like you get the audio working. Yep, set it up, run it, tune it, take it all back down. Cool. 
Well, that's pretty awesome, David. Um, we, we really haven't talked much philosophy this episode. We talked about the whole BART thing earlier, uh, the Bay Area Rapid Transit stuff. So we, we kind of continue the whole free speech uh, thing. But I just I just wanted to have you on just to say that we had the last, the, you know, the original four <laughs> on an episode at the same time. Um, David, thank you so much for joining, man. Uh, we'll try to we'll try to get you. Are you ever going to be in Austin anytime soon? Uh, probably not. Although, hopefully, within the next couple months, I'll be able to afford internet access. Okay, that would be excellent because we'd love to have you on via Skype at some point. Sure, it'd be my pleasure. But, you know, there is always the Starbucks or the Freebirds. <laughs> Freebirds does have internet access for free. The, the birds yes. are not the only free thing at Freebirds. <laughs> I wish the birds make Freebirds. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, David, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll be in touch. We'll, we'll get you on sometime again soon, all right? Will do. My pleasure. Thanks for having me again. All right. Bye-bye. I think okay. I liked it better when uh, I could hear him, but he couldn't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, that is fair. Uh, well, I think this has been sufficiently bad. I... <laughs> It's been a hundred episodes. It has for you know, give or take five, somewhere yeah, around there. It's been the hundredth numbered episode. Yeah, <laughs> um, and we we've completed this this five six episodes in one week, five episodes in, in a week time span. Yeah, it was um, six episodes in ten days. The fastest we've ever recorded bad philosophy. Uh, I have so much editing ahead of me now. <laughs> You're probably going to hear this a week after we actually recorded it, but. Let's just let's just bring it back one more time. We recorded episode 100 of Bad Philosophy on the three-year anniversary, and uh, that's all thanks to you, Kevin, for reminding me that that was happening. Yeah, 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 Kevin. Was, I, I don't know even know why I was looking at the old archives to find out when it was, but yeah, and and we did it. We did it with the original four in one way or another, <laughs> <laughs> um, and out of Freebirds. And you know what? I think all in all, Bad Philosophy is more exciting than C-SPAN. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. You think anybody out there appreciates our our symbolism at all? Are we or, symbolic for something? Well, you know the the fact that we try to hit those those milestones and do you know appropriate things. Probably, probably. Okay. Is that question a metaphor for something? Our audience is so small that we don't get a lot of audience <laughs> feedback. I mean, which I'm okay with. I mean, that's yeah. all right. But you know, I don't I don't really know what people think of us. I bet somebody out there appreciates it. I'd so, like to think so. Somebody My money out likes there, it. somebody out there probably notices the fact that I, uh, the the fact that I line up the hello every welcome and one. The fact that I always put the one on the last beat in the intro uh, <laughs> jingle that we have. Um, no, nobody's no? ever noticed. that. Nobody's ever noticed that. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I bet you someone notices that. Yeah. Oh, or, Kevin or just, they'll notice it when you stop doing it. Kevin just dropped his phone. Uh, sorry, what, Matt? I said they'll notice it when you stop doing it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, now like, I'll notice it. I'm yeah. going to hear it. <laughs> be like, why, why does the intro sound? The, the thing is, I've only done it for like half the episodes. About halfway in, it just kind of got lazy and didn't do it anymore. So <laughs> pretty much summarizes this entire effort. You uh, try it for the first half and then give and up. And we're like, yeah, yeah, sounds good enough, whatever. Well, it's been an episode, everybody. Um, yeah. It has been. Here's, here's to another 100. Woo! Woo! <sighs> All right. Well, Kevin, thank you for for joining us once again. Uh, not that not that he had a choice in the matter. It's, this is kind of this is still <laughs> as it was at the beginning of our thing, and we'll always yeah. we'll always be that way. 
Um, Matt, thank you for, for taking time out to, to do this for you and even writing us a song. <laughs> yes, sir. I'll, I'll yeah. be sure to send it to you, you know, so you can do something with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I'll have it recorded by episode 200 and maybe I'll be out of school by then. If you could send it to me, maybe I can use it as the uh, the outro song. <laughs> that would be impressive. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, from everyone here at Bad Philosophy, we, we thank you, whoever you are who are listening to us for, for listening. If you've been from the beginning... Thank you for listening through all of the changes and, and tumultuous uh, things we've done. Uh, thank you for forgiving us for all the times that we were uh, unintentionally racist or sexist or uh, just downright bad. It wasn't um, that often. <laughs> thank you for commenting. Those of you who have commented, uh, you know who you are. Um, just, you know, thanks. Thanks, everybody. Uh, and we'll see you next time on Bad Philosophy. Thank you for listening to Bad Philosophy. For more information, including show notes and other tasty tidbits, please visit badphilosophy.com. Hosting for Bad Philosophy is provided by Bluehost, who rock so much harder than those Globat guys we were with at the beginning. Seriously. This episode's retro post-show music is, of course, Pick Up by Bonobo. Yeah, that's how you actually say it. I found that out when I saw him live. Do your ears a favor. Go do that at some time in your life. Badphilosophy.com I'm eating some really good peanuts.